Black, Educated, and Broke is a weekly entertainment podcast where we mix hip-hop, headlines, and all things ATL into the success of Black millennials in the Black culture. Well, look here. You know, when you have the lucky two, the hold it down to wait, we got honorary three. I kind of like feeling this. I, I don't mind a Randy Q situation show. Like, that's kind of cool or whatever. What you feeling, Q? I always thought it should have been like this anyway. Oh, but, now now you say this? <laughs> How many years later now you want to talk about it? Please. You know, I, I fuck with y'all, man. Y'all my people. Yeah, clean it up. I said this, though, so. Yeah, they gonna get you. <laughs> and I can't wait for next week so I can finally be off the hot seat. But nevertheless, we, we gonna hold it down for them. This is what happened. When they not here, we make it happen. Absolutely. They got things to, to handle. This is actually the first time that yeah. we... But it's not the first time that we could have done a show together. So, you know, let's, let's see how this how this thing yes. swing. 2022, like, let's see what they do. Um, hey, we cannot forget about, wait, you know, our favorite producer ever who holds it down, because she's going to be in this thing. Hey, Zay from the Bay. Hey, y'all. It's a Langston connection. Uh, oh, oh, my yeah. God. Okay, We're going to call this the Langston episode. I, that's literally what I'm typing, writing down the Langston episode. Shout out to the the wonderful LU. Um, this is in Oklahoma. Anybody wants to know, and Langston University is actually the only HBCU in Oklahoma. Okay, so shout out to Oklahoma because I never thought I would go there. Like I was, y'all. I did not want to go there so freaking bad. I wanted to go to Florida A and M. I was crying. My mom was like, "They're giving you a full ride, Florida A and M ain't giving you nothing." I'm like, okay. And it was the best decision ever. What about you? You was close to home. I actually, I didn't even know about Langston until after I graduated. Wow. They told me about it. And then shit, I applied and shit, I got in. Okay, how did you hear about it though? Who told you about it? uh, Some girl I went to high school with. I think she had applied or her daddy said she couldn't go there. Or, I don't know, I had literally never heard of Langston. It's crazy because I watched College Hill. Right. That season of College Hill, I was kind of in and out. That was the early stages of College Hill. Yeah, it was like the first. I had, had um, <laughs> forgotten about it. Plus, they didn't do reruns of that. It wasn't on DVD. Like, it wasn't, you couldn't see DVD? It. What was that? <laughs> I didn't think about it. Uh, still to this day, that's one of the seasons that's not, you can't watch it on Hulu. Really? Yeah, like on Hulu right now, uh, there's the VI season. I think it's like season seven and eight. I think the Atlanta season, the VI season, yeah. is maybe Miami. I think Miami. But after that, it kind of tell it off. Zay, so what, how did you get to Langston? Well, you know, dear Langston itself, my mentors actually graduated from Langston. My mama friends, shout out to Kappa Beta Omega Chapter in Vallejo, California, to All my right. sweet soul, Roy. Hey. Um, they went there and I was going to go to Virginia State, but then I was like, that's real far from my mama. Mama had already told me that she wasn't going to come visit me like that. <laughs> so Oklahoma was driving distance. You know, I could just go home in 24 hours. Is it? 24 hours is driving distance. driving distance? Girl, what? <laughs> I'm, I'm driving distance. I'm, I'm driving home. I just go on the road and drive home 24 hours home. So you used to drive you know, to California? Just, yes, by myself in my Dodge Same. Nitro. Oh, you love road, road shout out to road tripping Zay, baby. She loves I grew up to road here to uh, sweet old, uh, let me not lie, say it's Atlanta because it's not Atlanta, it's just sweet old Latonia. Oh, I want to get to me now. Oh, no, no, I, uh, I'm all for the drive. That was my thing. Like, we have two HBCUs in Missouri, but I didn't want to, what like, are they? Lincoln and uh, Harris Stowe. Harris okay. Stowe. I didn't want to be that close to home and seeing so many people from home. Yeah. But I didn't want to go far. Like if I needed to get home, then I could get home. It was only like four and a half, five hours. Where Lincoln's oh. worse away. Uh, so it was far enough where I knew ain't nobody just gonna pop up on me. Well, I feel like, I feel like I might've been a little too close. I think that was all of three and a half hours. Like from you Dallas. probably went home every I know, weekend. My freshman year, my freshman first semester, I went home every freaking weekend. But also I had yeah. a little boyfriend back there trying to be fast, but. Campus used to be real dead on the weekend, especially. Man, that's why I was not there. It was dead, boy. Everybody gone home. OK, 
Okay, listen, listen, this is what happened when you listening to Langston Ives reflecting on our LU days. Shout out to Coach Harden. Actually, rest in peace, Coach Harden. That's who got me to Langston, my wrestling coach. He was a Langstonite, and he like, let me get you to Langston. And you know, unfortunately, he passed away. He drowned in summer of 2020. And, and ironically, when I'm here at the rooms to go, I ran into his wife, who was our store for She was a... Um, she was at Langston too. Um, oh my God, I can't even think of her name. She worked in administration. Well, anyway, I ran into her at the rooms to go here, and she's like, "Girl, I couldn't even stay in Oklahoma no more, and I moved to Atlanta." And me and her exchanged information because that was just so. What are the what are the chances? But definitely rest in power, Coach Hart. But listen, I have some other good Black excellence news that I wanted to share because um, we're talking about HBCUs, and you know, it is March, and March is officially Women's History Women, not Woman. Women's History Month. And so I want to shout out to this sister who's making history right here in Atlanta, Tammy Williams. Randy, who's Tammy Williams? Well, let me tell you, Tammy Williams, she is now and has become the first Black woman to own a $135 million production studio in Atlanta. Nice, I heard about that. That's dope. Yeah, like they have like a layout of what it is. It's 60 acres. Um, it's gonna have like 11 sound stages, a back lot. They got a prop house, wardrobe, rental facility, like all types. Of, so they said it should be operable by uh, the first quarter of 2023. Mm, nice. That's dope. I um, I'm gonna have big bread like that one day. Yes, you are. That's right. We manifest the speaking. It's coming. I, I don't know what I know. I got ideas on what I would want to do with. A, a large amount of maybe not personal money but having like that business portion of yes. it but boy oh boy when you know, it hit, and it's gonna hit in Jesus name <laughs> that's, be a wrap. that's actually one of the things that I like want for my future my own production company um, for people to come and do exactly what Tammy Williams has done. I wasn't trying to be the first, but it's definitely nice now to find someone that's doing it, someone to right. look up to, because I want to do that, but I want it to be more so for women. I mean, not to isolate the men, but I just want to kind of, you know, bring up that, that women empowerment instead of just hating on each other. I've been wanting to do stuff for the ladies, you know? So, Lord, if like it's in your will. I feel like y'all have gotten uh, in the, I mean, like a specific uh race of women but i think women are moving past that it does still happen like it's jealousy is nothing that's true that i think that y'all really are gelling together and really on y'all hey women power are we doing this and i think it's dope well thank you we're glad that you're impressed with what, what us ladies are doing cute we appreciate your approval if that's my man you <laughs> see and that's why i don't say shit i'll get it i'll get it i'll just get it i'll get it this is this is what y'all do. Oh, is that a man in woman's business? Oh my gosh, listen. No, listen, you can just save your- That's what y'all doing. Uh, just saying, I see it. I like <laughs> it. Okay, here, what you got brewing this week? Um, uh, 50 Cent. Uh, Troll Ooh. King. You know, that's my guy. I know, because you like that troll and messy move. I like 50 before then. I, I And you know what? Now maybe that's it. Because when he came out, his whole gimmick was the diss songs that Ja Rule and all that. And I've always liked that in rap. <laughs> yeah. oh, He's God. once again threatening to leave stars. Why? With, you know, he's got, uh, he did um, Power, which is no longer on. He got Power Book 2 in his yep. second season. Raising Canaan is, I think, this season. Got Power Book 3, 4, so that's Tommy's. And that uh, has been so great. That has been so good. I have enjoyed Tommy. I, like, I ain't watched none of these. Oh no, Q, wait, no, listen. You gotta, know, you like, you gotta watch at least Tommy. I don't know about current ones. No, I gotta Tommy. watch all of them. I gotta watch all of them. But I yeah. just finished Sopranos. So I couldn't. Oh, oh, oh. I've been trying to finish Sopranos since like 2020. Cause that's so long, Lord. I'm done. I finished it. Okay, good, good for you. And move on. Had I started something that was good, I would never finish it. Okay, got you. I do need to get into Power Book 2. That's that's the one with uh, his son. Uh, yeah, it's his son. Yeah, I heard that's good too. But I don't, I watched a little bit, but I don't care. Tommy got me very much into it. But but anyway, what? Why he trying to leave? What what happened? Um, man, you know, fifty three. I I'm, I can't take it serious. Um, they, say, uh, High Town and Force Force is uh -huh. the name. Is the highest rated show, and it's sitting in limbo. So basically.
they show is doing the best, but they renewed another show. I think he gets uh, out of whack with how it's gonna go, but 50 be trolling. I don't yeah. think, first of all, his shows do amazing on the network. They would never do anything, I don't believe, to jeopardize it and lose money on. Yeah. I think he be doing that just to, to create the buzz around the show and people can, you know, start. That's, yeah. But see, that's what, Okay, I was. I think that that's what he's done before. But when you actually start attacking the network, saying they suck, you know, my deal is over. I'm out. Like that's that's taking it like another level. Like you're biting the he hand and like feeding you. He does. They did that with power when the episodes was leaked. Oh, we, oh, oh, that's right. Well, that's what I'm okay. And then that would end up being a scam, like on purpose. But he always does okay. this. I don't. I'm not taking it serious. Uh, but it's entertaining, and that's what he does. Oh, 50s. Hey, what you got, girl? Okay, well, okay, 50. I feel you. I'm here with 50, okay? <laughs> um, but to other news, of course, well, not of course, well, Young Dolph's caretaker of his memorial was is is dead. Something happened. Somebody killed him. Wait, the him. dude, the dude who cleans up, like what, what who is he? The, you said a memorial guy? Yeah, so the guy, he um, cleans up Young Dolph's memorial, like, you know, make sure everything all organized and clean and that nobody messes with it. Well, you know, he was found dead. He was shot. It was in Memphis. In Memphis. Yeah, in Memphis. In Memphis, the same city that Young Dolph was killed in. And I feel like, okay, this made me feel like I seen it on Instagram and I think it wasn't like, wait a minute, this dude was killed at the same spot he was, uh, same spot as Young Dolph, right? Um, they didn't really say exactly where. I believe they said Taylor was playing in front of the McKinney, the whatever the place the little butter cookies was. Yeah, that's assuming. exactly. That's a, yes, the um, that's Makita's exactly butter cookies. Yes. Well, yep. So same spot. Yeah, that's that's super sad, man. Um, I'm really curious if it was related at all, or if it's just how it unfolded. Um, Sad nonetheless, but I always like to know, you know, what was the cause? Like, what did it didn't do? Right. And why the Different. same spot? Like, the same place? Mm-hmm. Like, what is that? That's like weird. Well, you know, they had the rumors that the lady who owned that cookie spot had something to do with, you know, telling the people where Young Golf was at at the time of his death. Really? So, oh, I've never heard that. Yeah, I've heard all kinds of rumors. Um, you know, TikTok goes real and deep. You know, the oh, TikTok yeah. investigators, they they go and find all the little kinks and twists that the police don't even be knowing at the time. And supposedly, that's what they're saying down there in Memphis, that that lady that owns that place has something to do with it. But that's oh, Memphis talk. Oh, I hope that ain't the case. I sure hope, because then they gonna come for Makita's up. They gonna fuck. Makita. Yeah, Makita. Ain't gonna be no more Makita's cookies. Okay. <laughs> okay, well, we gotta definitely hope that that ain't the truth, but definitely wanna pray for his family. Like, that's, man, that the gun violence ain't it. But look, I'm gonna wrap it up with something on a lighter note for the last uh, little banter story here. You know, our girl Mary J, shout out to her, you know what, for the Super Bowl halftime performance, which was, you know, that little last part was a little interesting to me, that scream collapse. However, it's Mary yep. J. Blige, so... Do you, sis? Can't lose. Can't lose. Dude, I can't. So, y'all remember that song, uh, Real Love by Mary J? Well, cute. You know it. Yeah. That was off uh, What's the 411. Come so, on now. Somebody. Say, do you know that song of Real Love by Mary J. Blige? Oh, my gosh. I'm so disappointed. See, the silence is because she don't know. Well, you're never the case. Of course it is. She's like, what, 26 or something. She don't know. Oh, I see. Well, it well, real love. Actually, I'm gonna play it for you here through the break. Y'all should be hearing in the background now. Okay, so as that's playing in the background, this is what Mary Jade is gonna do. She's gonna now, you know, she's been in power as well, getting her acting on her power book. She's gonna executive produce real love and inspired lifetime movie. Oh, I love it. I love it. I gotta be like, I'm a huge. I won't say I'm a huge Mary J. Blige fan, but I do love me some Mary J. Blige. Yeah. And I think I've always loved me some Mary J. Blige. Even when I was a kid, like, mm-hmm. she came out and she was wearing the baggy clothes, the baseball jerseys, the hat on backward. Yeah. Boots, the socks, like Jodeci type style, like that was- Her swag was, yeah, nice. It was always just 
pleasurable on the eyes. Oh, pleasurable. Okay, pleasurable. Okay, seeing Mary J. Blige. Then I took it a step further and asked some people, you know, agree. Quite a few didn't agree. I, that Beyonce could never be a Mary J. Blige. Are you, wait a minute, stop the cap. Now we're going to- I really, I really got to go find that post on my Facebook. You sure do have to, so I could just shred it up and burn it and delete it. I'm because first of all, they're two different people. They, they have two now different lives. Let me finish. Yeah, let me finish. Oh, there's more. It's Mary J's music is better than Beyonce's oh, music. Oh, no. Now I don't care what you say. How is it better? Why, why do you, why do you feel that? Listen. I'm listening. We do 20 songs. If we did a versus on them, and not a real verse, but just find up 20 Mary songs, guarantee mm -hmm. you in your life, you have felt more of what Mary is saying and been through than Beyonce. No, sorry for my oh, life, God. my Crazy. young adolescent life, Destiny Child, uh, Beyonce, they have no, 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 Destiny ear. Child. I mean, but no I'm Destiny saying, child. but you talking about the lyrics to it. Cause she that made count. it. Okay, that's all we can start with Beyonce. Did her own thing to Beyonce. Yeah, we can't with do that. Dangerously in love. We can do that. Start with dangerously in love. Yes, like I went through all those emotions about the stuff. No, oh they, my god. I'm gonna find that. I'm gonna find that. You know, cause see, here's the thing. Let's check this out. So when Mary J, when that situation came out, that uh, that was in 1992, real love, nigga. We was like six or seven when Beyonce came out. We we're like in our teens or 18, 19, so we can actually feel that's what that she's one saying. Song. Okay, so think about it from. Then until Beyonce came out, how much music did uh, Mary drop? And how much has Beyonce dropped since then? Like everybody has a time, so they're just I can't compare. Mary's time is still here. Everybody's so still. So anyway, about her. Oh, my that's <laughs> I love Mary J, but she she definitely is is a, is a legend. Beyonce could never. Because Beyonce has her own lane that no one else could never. Okay. Anyway, let me tell you what this damn movie gonna be about because it's kind of cool. So, it's about the coming of age romantic drama, Real Love. Kendra sets off on her own for the first time to college in upstate New York, determined to focus on her studies. But when she meets her film class partner, Ben, she tries her hardest to keep things professional. Despite disapproving parents, financial hardship, and competition for the top spot in class, Kendra and Ben find themselves falling hard for each other and ultimately learning the meaning of real love. <laughs> Snappity snap clack. No, and doesn't. this be the problem right here. <laughs> What's the problem? Watch this TV, we watch movies, and then y'all expect that to be y'all fucking life. But in reality, that shit is a fairy tale. It doesn't That's exist. Yes, it, that it is people's real life sometimes. What are you talking about? Like, people literally find real love. What you mean, cuz? You found yeah, you, real love. I found real can. love. You can't find real they love. They found real love. The way the shit is explained, <laughs> or like, oh, it's supposed to go this way, happen like this. Cap. But, and, and that's what makes it beautiful because you know what? Who wants the, like, the, you know, the uh, every bits piece planned out and so exciting? You want a little drama, you? a little. Randy, tense. you. You're a Virgo. You want all your. I know you. <laughs> I like shit to be in order very much, very a certain exactly. way. However, I love exactly. spontaneity. And that's a different part of Virgo. I mean, like, switch it up one time. You, we about to go do what? I got. So listen. You don't know. We're we going to Chuck E. Cheese this time. We're we going to David Buster's. Chuck E. Cheese. Nah. Whatever. So, nevertheless, what was that story here? Mary J, we're going to be watching you when it's dropping. They're still in the production. Yeah. When is this coming out? They don't have anything at the time. But yeah, we love you, MJ. So, we're going to let y'all know when that's out. And that was fun. Uh, Q and Zay Zay. Look, I yeah. think our. I think our guests are already like ready to enter the building. That's what I'm talking about. They are ready. So guys, we're gonna take a break. When we get back, we got heavy energy. Just think about that name. Heavy energy. That's who's gonna be up next on the show to give you a little secret about them. Listen, they got this black on water, y'all, from this black on land, the best hydration in the land. So you better listen up and keep it locked on Black Educated and Broke to hear more. 
you have a business that needs a social media makeover? Or perhaps you just simply do not have the time to run your business and manage your social presence. Allow Randy L. PNR to take the wheel. From posting content to engaging with customers, Randy L. PNR will seamlessly handle all of your social media needs. For a list of all of their services, go to www.randyopnr.com or check them out on social media at Randy O. PNR. Take the worrying out of posting and allow the experts at Randy O. PNR to handle it for you. Yo, what's up, people? It's your boy Ali Sadiq from Comedy Central. Man, you know me. I'm black, educated, and broke as hell. I just want y'all to know, hey, man, keep listening to this podcast. Black, educated, and broke. It's your boy Ali Sadiq. Hey, man, get your cash up. Get your education up. And get your goddamn blackness up. Yes, indeed. It's T. Walker with the heaviest of energy, sipping on that live alkaline water. Uh, when I ain't dropping bars, when I ain't sipping on the best hydration in the nation, I'm listening to black, educated, and broke. Well, I'm probably doing all of it at the same damn time. Bless up. Alrighty, guys, we are back here on Black Educated and Broke. And yes, my energy is still popping, lighthearted, and heavy, heavy energy. Why? Because as I told you before the break, we got these guests on the show, y'all, that I just feel like this is how you get it. This is how you represent your brand. This is how you show support. This is how you do what it do. So these gentlemen, I'm going to tell you a little bit what I know about them, you know. Um, one of them go by the name of T. Walk. The other one, um, Brad. I call him B-Rad or whatever. And, you know, these young gentlemen straight out of North Carolina. And, you know, like, they, uh, you know, they came here with this this amazing water, right? And it was like, man, you got to check out this water. Black on, black on land, straight out of the, like, straight out the ground. You know, already alkaline, already ready to drink. And I'm like, what? And then I'm saying these boys got a whole system, like got a whole nation on the thing. They got this, we are the GOAT. And I'm noticing they got influencers. They had like Master P over here doing a review on there. I said, oh my God, like listen, we got to get these boys on the show. I personally have the opportunity to work alongside them and I see why they are on the road to major success. So without further ado, y'all make some noise for Heavy Energy. What's happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, we appreciate that. That was okay? Yeah? Yeah. Nah, I felt that. I felt that, you know? That's what she do. That's what she do. I'm I'm Brother King, by the way. My mama named me Bradford. I'm Brother King. People, you feel me? Appreciate y'all. Nah, what one of y'all said something. What you just said? No, I was telling you, that's what she does. She gonna she gonna give you the, the hell of an intro. She gonna do that. Yeah, I, I receive it. I receive it. I appreciate it. You know, we definitely worldwide, you know, best hydration in the nation. And we, you know, bring good love, energy, and, and major impact to the globe. So, yeah, I appreciate that. So we're, um, you guys are based out of uh, North Carolina, right? Yes, yeah. sir. So, um, how do people learn about it? Like, you guys go out door to door. Like, talk to us about this brand. I've never heard of it, but I, I'm, I be on my water thing. So I was just trying to, I want to learn more. It's Black Call, so I definitely want to learn some more about how y'all do y'all thing. So, so, um, so we definitely do a lot of like grassroots, hand to hand, in touching and tune with the people. We've been evolving, especially during the, the coronavirus time period you know us being quarantined and locked into this digital world and the social media took at a whole nother level so over the past couple years we've elevated a lot in the digital world in the social media world elevating our presence and brand awareness um but yeah we do a lot of vending at events we um we just tap into our network and figure out what type of opportunities are around us we're always looking for organizations, meetings, uh, events, any space of a collective of people or individuals. We do one one by one too, you feel me? We might stop okay. you at a gas station, we might stop you in the grocery store, whether you carrying the water, whether you're not carrying. Oh, hold on, I see what you got, but I know what it's not. You got that Dasani package. Let me do you one better and bring you some more life. You feel I me? think I've seen that on your, uh, on your social media. I'm sorry? I think I seen y'all do that on your social media. Yeah, 
Yeah, probably seen some of that for sure. So, like I said, we've been elevating in our brand awareness and content creation and aligning with different, like I said, businesses, organizations, individual movers and shapers, influencers, and just getting it on the table at every different space that we can create an opportunity. So. Okay, well, what I always like kind of wanted to know, like, because being that I know you guys helped to distribute the water, like, how did y'all personally, like, get involved into this? Okay, that's a great question to start with, absolutely. So, um, I'll go ahead and get into this, and then we'll double back and, you know, speak on what heavy energy is, and then, um, but ultimately, our connection with live alkaline water, so, long story short, you know, we were doing a lot in the community, lining up our, our speaking engagements, event programming. Bro was lining up a lot of different shows featuring as a hip hop and spoken word artist. So we were kind of making great strides in the actual physical world, you know, in the schools doing programming and products. We had skincare products, clothes, um, artwork. We were doing a lot of sales through vending and physical engagement, physical events. And um, long story short, when the corona came down, we had a whole, look, everybody had their 2020 vision, they were lining up. Mm -hmm. We all had these brand plans and Me. visions that we wanted to roll out. And yeah, I don't know who plans stayed the same, but everybody I know, everything got shifted. So Bad. our personal plans, you know, we were planning all these things we was gonna do to make this such a great year. And when everything shut down in mid-March, we were looking around for a couple weeks as everybody else was. And as it got deeper, it was like, yo, this might really be hanging around for a while. So ain't no ride out these couple weeks so we can get back to it. We got to a point of that reality. We had itself like, hey, we really got to figure something else out. So bruh started, he built our own, you know, website. So he started building websites for other people. like. We serial entrepreneurs, so we always gonna figure something out. Yeah. And we all about owning our time and our energy. So we have to create opportunities for ourselves to generate income. So I was still not sure what I was gonna do. I um, just bought my fresh batch of shea butter right before everything shut down. And I was trying to sell it online and I just didn't have that down packed, you feel me? So, and at the same time, it's a pandemic going on, coming down and everybody, nobody's really looking to get shea butter. They trying to get water and toilet paper, you feel mm -hmm. me? So we, we looking around and we like, dang, we looking at these shelves get more scarce and more scarce, you know? And it was like, you can have a million dollars and not be able to get any water. And mind you, at the time when I'm thinking of that, I'm not thinking that we're gonna run into our own source. We initially just started to connect with farmers and build a farmer's network so we can directly connect to people growing their own food so we don't got to worry about the quality or the lack of quality in the store and we don't have to worry about what's going to happen if they run out. Let's get ahead of the game and go ahead and directly connect with the people producing food. And we ended up being introduced to this brother that has his own self-sufficient community, his own water source, grows his own food. So I'm like, yeah, I got to meet him. As soon as I get there, we try the water, and I'm just like, oh. I'm like, dang, this is glory right here. I already know what I'm about to do with this. But no, so I knew it was valuable, but I didn't know how I was going to, you know, articulate that value to the community and let them know, nah, yeah, it's a little bit more than the regular dollar waters or, you know, bottom shelf waters. But we talking about our life. So I took a couple months of doing my studying to try to, you know, get a base of understanding the science of oh, look at, okay. what is the wellness of this water, you know? And um, I ended up like getting to a point where I'm like, look, let me just jump off right now. I really need to go ahead and start generating some income. So let me just get something and see what it do. So I did two free days helping them bottle up and load up some two, three, four thousand gallon orders. So, you know, I put the sweat equity first and my last few dollars, you know, into the tank to go down here and help them out, you know? And they end up giving me 20 free gallons. I'm, and I'm trying to figure out what I'm gonna do to sell these 20 gallons. And I'm thinking I had something at first. So I'm on the way home trying to figure out how I'm gonna get rid of it. And um, 
we had some great branding in front of us. So it was the first black owned water company to get into a Walmart. And then it was also another news article, news coverage, where it was talking about this being an essential product during this pandemic. So I cut those two clips up, posted them, and the rest was history. Them 20 gallons were sold in like an hour. Wait, you just saying when you posted the video clips, then people Yeah, I just... posted the video of the news clips. And oh, wow, you went viral. Pretty much, no, literally. So I'm literally like, we sold them 20. By the time I got back to the land, I'm like, look, however much I can fit in this car, I need it. I took 80 back, then we're gone in like two, three days, got another 80, same thing. And it was at a point where it was like, dang, we really on to something. And at that point, you know, we just went all money in. And the rest is, it's just been selling itself to a point where I was like, like I said, I did those two months of studying. Only question people had was how much? I'm almost like, yo, y'all don't got no further questions. <laughs> I did all this studying, y'all don't want to ask me. Yeah. You feel me? But not Most people that, really that's doing it. the uh, that's drinking alkaline water or curious about water, they didn't did their research. Yeah. The benefits of it, they know how it's much better than purified water. Like we get hooked on purified water as a community, but purified water ain't no good for you. Right. You, ever, you ever drink purified water and be like, man, I just drank all that water, I'm still thirsty. Yes. Yeah. The right. component that's added to it, the minerals that's added to it, it ain't, it really ain't, ain't no better or no good for you than drinking tap water. On top of that, a lot of that gonna be purified water. It just says that it's purified water. Yeah, do, you work, do you work for live alkaline water, sir? Look, <laughs> you work for them too? No, I don't. It's my first time <laughs> I hear about them. You know, I changed like my water. Yeah. I changed how I drink my water and what I what I buy and what I put into my body. So like alkaline was the whole kick. Like granted, I don't buy alkaline water, but I don't buy purified water either, if that makes any sense. Um, but it does, I, I've noticed a complete change in me, body uh, from just changing the water. And that's the bare minimum what I've done is change that. And I've definitely noticed the difference. I did want to ask y'all a question though. Um, and this is kind of the rave when you're going online, you're looking up alkaline water, they test it. Do you guys test the water or y'all just take it from from the, the horse's mouth like this is what it is? Nah, it's, it's been tested. That's how it ended up being at Walmart. You know, they had to run it through. Of course, they gonna run it through every ringer to tell you no. You know, and all they could find was yes. You know, it's been through every test. But then, you know, sometimes on, on occasion, there'll be somebody like, well, what if I test it? What is it going? I'm like, all right, well, test it. But make sure you record that so I can use that content when you come Absolutely. back with the results. You know I need that. So I encourage people to test it themselves so that they can tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend that live alkaline water is what they need in their fridge. That's it's funny that you say that because I was going to ask y'all to test it live on here for us. Oh, yeah. I don't have any other testing strips, but I mean, you know, okay. one, definitely test it and record that for us. Bet I definitely. I uh, I'm honestly like with it being black on. I'm I'm more than okay with taking y'all word for it. Some people not. I figured that would be you know cool smooth. But y'all don't have the drops or anything, which is cool. But that's something people would be wanting to do. Like all right, well let me test. Let me see if this is really what they saying it is. So yeah, I think what um what helped with that was we had really just developed a reputation prior to that. So with our organization, Soul Society. You know, which we've been operating for six years. That's our nonprofit for community empowerment and youth mentoring um, through the arts. You know, and other education programs. We did we did our first two. We are the gold events with David Banner, which were phenomenal. Yeah. We've done things with KRS One. We sat down with Professor Grip. So we've done a lot of different things like with people that people know and honor and respect. And then we've been on ground level so much doing things like directly with the people that. Our word is our word, you know what I mean? And they know, like, they that's can stand dope. on that, you know what I mean? And it is what it is. So, I, I mean, that's what I encourage everybody to do, like, put in that word so that when it comes time for it, people, the first question they're going to ask you is how much? Yeah. Of course, the people that had other questions, you know, down the road, but like he said, they was only asking how much, and he had to run it back, you know, to the point that we had to figure out, all right, well, how do we create this structure? How do we ship it, you know, across the country? What is the most 
feasible way. All right, we took a few losses trying to ship this like this. Let's figure it out a better way. And got, you know, got straight to it. And now, you know, here we are talking to you and a lot of other people. I love it. He said, he said, he said, he said man, fuck your test strip. What you talking about? That's what he said, pretty much. But you all so, so with yourself, so like we, we heard, you know, uh, excuse me, uh, I think he said Brother King. We heard Brother King, how he got involved. But for you, T-Walk, how yeah. you get involved with this? And tell us, again, a little bit more about Soul Society as well, because that was another right. thing I was going to ask about. Well, essentially that. This is my brother. We first cousins. So oh, y'all cousins? Yeah, so a lot oh of Oh my God, why y'all didn't tell me this? See, wait a minute, hold on, pause for the calls. I'm thinking like y'all maybe like grew up together in school, but I didn't know y'all was family. Nah, we family, you know what I mean? So oh, that's, that's what so... makes it much deeper. You know, a lot of people can't even work with they fam like that. Okay, you know, listen. We've been, you know, working, we started this organization together. We both had different aspects that we was bringing to the company. You know, so we combined this thing and created Soul Society and then later Heavy Energy. So when the live alkaline water, you know what I mean, came, we was together, you know what I mean, when the pandemic hit. I was in the middle of a tour. And you know, um, if he wasn't going with me, he was handling things, you know, back here in North Carolina. So everything was flowing full circle. So when he got the, when he went out to the land the first time, he brought the water back home. So I was instantly involved. And I'm like, all right, cool. Well, I already got this website. Let's figure this out. So it was certain things that we both do that we just, brought it to the table, you know, I figured out how we gonna get this to everybody else across the country. You know, what are some things we can do to expand this brand? I'm looking up festivals, all right, boom, we need to go to the A, we need to pull up here. Because I was touring the country with music. So all I did was apply everything I was doing with the music to the work. I gotta go to Tennessee for people to hear the music. I'm on tour, cool, this how much they gonna pay me. Well, the vending space is also this much there, so we gonna take this much amount of water yeah. and we gonna be in people's face with it. You know, and the, the lingo already came easy because we used to speaking in classrooms and with people. So it wasn't hard to start selling to people. You know, we already likable, which I feel like is the biggest key to selling stuff. People buy you and the product that at the same time. So that just started flowing, you know, like that. And it, the dream got bigger as we could see. Not only is this a product that we have a connection to, it's the essential source. Yeah. You feel me? So if nothing else, if, if people never ask for another rap, if they didn't need shea butter ever again, they was gonna need water. You know what I mean? And why not get the best hydration in the nation? Okay, now Soul Society, so you who, who started that and where did that initiative come from for you wanted to create this nonprofit? So it was kind of, you know, uh, a seed from our family and especially our grandfather that was just playing in us before we even knew what it was or what to do with it, you and. Long story short, transitioned into adulthood. We both, you know, on our path, trying to figure out where we at, where we going, what we trying to do, what's our worth, value, and purpose. And um, I was going through my own personal depression, transitioning into adulthood, because I didn't see any worth or value in myself. And I'm in school, just going through the motions. I'm going for computer technology, but man, I had like three computer classes my first semester. And I'm like, man, this ain't it. I'm not about to do this the next 20, 30 years, but I don't know what else I'm going to do, you feel me? Mind you, I got arrested a couple times, my, my junior year in high school, my freshman year in college. Mind you, it was for some, some weed that I ain't even know was in my environment, but that didn't matter because I was guilty until proven innocent, you feel yeah. me? And say you're supposed to be innocent to I know, but guilty, it's back but hell, yeah. Nah, you, you definitely guilty until further notice, you feel me? So I had to bear that burden. And I went through a, a spell where I was just figuring, feeling like I didn't have no way out. And um, as I evolved and moved forward, and I remember my 21st birthday, I was really on some borderline suicidal a little bit, you feel me? But I ain't had the courage to take my life. And then I'm like, hey, you know what? I don't, I don't care about myself or what happens to me, but I know I'm gonna hurt my family. So if it was only me, I wouldn't have cared. But I'm like, I can't do this to my family, you feel me? And then my family living till 80, 90 years old. And I'm like, damn, I'm 21. I can't live like this till I'm 80, 90 years old. So from that day on, I just dedicated my, uh, another part of that depression was trying to please other people instead of pleasing myself and follow my path. I wanted to check off these boxes and do what my family would be happy with me doing in my, and that day on, I just chose to do me by all means. Like, I'm gonna stay here, 
but I'm doing me while I'm here. And I'm gonna do something that feeds me. So the rest of my life was just following my soul, following my soul purpose, you feel me? And um, I just realized that some of the things that I got into and had to heal myself or save myself from or got help getting through, I wanted to be that support system for those coming behind me to help either prevent them or, um, you know, help them get through certain things. So I was always looking like, dang, if I could go back and do this different or this, that, and the third, if I knew what I knew, what I'm learning at 18, 20 years old, learning about my history and the greatness we come from, I started to see that worth and value of myself because of the greatness that I realized I came from and I knew that was in me. So I wanted to dedicate my life to it. I can't go back, but I can reach back. So the things I wish I knew at 10, 12, 14, I can start to pick up and touch 10, 12, 14, 16 year olds and get in that information. So by the time they're where I'm at now, they'll be way further, you feel me? So that was kind of the foundation of Soul Society. And then it evolved with us kind of learning more about, you know, officializing business and structuring organizations. And we came back together at a divine time in both our lives and brought together our experiences you know, a few years into adulthood and just started to mold certain things that we felt like we were missing in our community that we could get beyond complaining about. We don't got this or don't have that. And we just started to become that. Like the things we don't got, what can we do to create it? Rather than point the fingers at the government, the school system, the church, everybody but ourselves, we started to look within at what can we do? So that was the foundation of Soul Society. Tap into your soul for the wealth within and establishing, a, creating a lifestyle, doing what you love. Okay, Brother King, look, thank you for, first of all, thank you for sharing that, like your story about how you went through depression. Plus for one, I feel like as a black man, that's not usually shared enough. People want to keep that to themselves for you to be transparent and to make that a testimony and to change your life. Like, I appreciate you sharing that to the young brothers that's listening to our show and then just see how you are going. I would have never, ever even thought you even thought that of yourself. When I see you, Brother King, you confident as hell to me, talking like, you know, listen, it is what it is. I does this. What's up? You want to get this? Come on. I would have never. So to see you, to evolve, shout out to you. God bless to you. I mean, respect on that. that. Appreciate that. I mean, so that's why... Uh, one other thing I add to that is KRS-One. He was one of the, you know, educators, philosophers I was following at a certain time. And he was saying, um, when you're looking to evolve into your new self, you got to have a, you got to establish a new name. Now, he said there was a sentiment of using your name, but speaking it with more power. So, like, if somebody meet me, not saying, oh, yeah, I'm Brad. Nah, I'm Brad. I'm the best, the biggest, you feel me, yeah, the bad. Yeah, like, yeah. So he like, nah, speak power into your name and speak power over yourself. So I just claimed the name. Well, I started out with Born to Be King and that evolved to Born King. I was born king and now I just got to evolve and fulfill my crown that I was born with, you know. So I just added the Brother King up there so I could bring it to a new, it, it's no pedestal. I and I, I'm your brother, you feel me? And what's the power that's within me is in you. So I'm just your brother, but I'm speaking power myself, even if you not, you feel me? Yes, come on, that little bit heavy inner. Heavy, heavy, you feel me? All that. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's one thing, I mean, Q, I'm sorry, I, listen, I, my brain keep going. Q, I'm, let me let you ask some of I keep going, because you know, I got lots to go. No, I, um, this is all good information. Right. Be, be talking about anywhere on the show. So it's good to, that we keep bringing guests on who's in line with what we have going on. Uh, I did want you guys to have the opportunity to let the people know where they can find you as far as your social media and where they can find the water. I know you mentioned Walmart, but I'm sure you guys probably do <clears throat> online. So, you know, just get letting the people know everywhere they can buy it. And, I mean, we got listeners internationally as well as national. So, like, that's something that, you know, they're going to be looking to get into, right? Especially with it being black owned. 
Hold on, pause. Before you do that, before y'all answer that, put a pause. I know Mike B was trying to say something. He got his hand raised. Go ahead, Mike B. Did you want to add something? Because y'all, y'all done went around the world. But first of all, your journey is uh, absolutely amazing. And that's what brought y'all to this point. So congratulations. Continue success. Let me get that out the way. I, I'm going back to the water. Yeah, uh, because I, I find that amazing. And a lot of people I know, especially here in Atlanta, um, and black people are on the, um, they're drinking more alkaline water. And a lot of people say, you know, you got some that you can get different costs depending on the brand and depending on what grocery store um, you get it from. But then there, there's the up and down debate. What are the cons of drinking alkaline water? Because I know there's so many pros, but they, they, there's a debate of cons, and nobody can ever answer my question. So I'm talking to two professionals now who are, wow. are makers of alkaline water, and more black people are drinking it. Uh, Q, like you said, he changed his water intake because some water is just really, it, you just adding more fluid to your body. It's not doing anything else for you. So what are some of the cons of drinking alkaline water? Well, I'll, I'll start by saying this. We don't make the water, you know? So uh, that's, that's the biggest thing that knocks off majority of the cons that people deal with when they deal with alkaline water. So the mm -hmm. land is on a mineral-based body of land. So the minerals that you get in the water is are naturally added. We don't add any minerals. The pH is balanced naturally. So one of the cons of drinking that machine alkaline water is, so you can get alkaline batteries. It's about electricity. We're living beings. There's electricity moving through our body. There's natural electrolytes that people are looking for when they drink the water. So with the machines, you get to manipulate that pH. You can turn it to 9.5, you can turn it to 11 if you want to. And a lot of the times when it's being manipulated, that's where you lose its natural ability because the machine literally wipes it to the point that it's strictly liquid, where there's no minerals. And then people try mm -hmm. to put certain type of rocks or crystals in the water to give it that fabricated uh, movement through a rock bed, which we don't do at all. So those cons come with, you know, you, you get bad, um, your eyesight, you know, becomes worse. It's bad for your hair, your skin, your eyes, because it's been manipulated to a point where the electricity in it is too high. So you basically shocking yourself. You might as well electrocute yourself, if you will. You know, so those are some of the cons to drinking that store-bought, I'm gonna say 95% of the alkaline waters are basically just taking tap water or you can scoop some water out your toilet and put it in the alkaline machine if you want to and try to remix it and make it something much better. Now, it might be better than what it was in its original use, but again, you still took it through this manipulation phase, the same way that people eat raw foods because they don't want processed food. And the process is what removes some of the nutrients or removes some of the value that you want to put into your body. But we're getting it at a natural state and it's naturally made like that, tested like that to improve it, you know, in that manner. So the cons come from the fabricated, you know, alkaline water. You know at the same time so we can't really connect with any of those um cons you know we write we are naturally alkaline spring water the ph is balanced naturally so it's between 7.4 and 8.2 depending on how god feeling on a monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday on sunday you Say know that. like that so yeah it's, it's not being manipulated to you know give you that false sense of alkaline that's sure, perfect, right? A lot of people don't don't know that, uh, unfortunately. So uh, that's why I wanted to definitely uh, ask that. And I know I get what you're saying, not that you you're not makers of it, but there are those uh, companies, and uh, they shall remain nameless, who do manipulate this alkaline water, and is is not. I guess you could say for I'm I'm being educated by y'all, so y'all correct me if I say this wrong. But I mean, it's not. I guess you could say naturally balanced. So it's going to naturally knock off the balance in your body because you it's been played with, it's been tampered. So I want, right. I want people to be able to uh, definitely hear that from you all, especially with the ongoing debate of healthy products, alkaline water being good for you, but then it's having its pros and cons. But it's a reason why it has its cons, and y'all just broke it down. Yeah, capitalism is like the dope game. You know, you're going to get some yeah. people that try to re up it, <laughs> you know, and, you know, add whatever they want to add to it, you know, but uh, we come in, you know, pure. We uh, we getting it directly from the source. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just going to add, now I'm just going to add, like, this is something I learned as well, where it was like the whole idea of dead water and dead 
living minerals and living mm -hmm. water. So one of the major keys is getting your water from a living source, you know? So yeah, it's all about just getting it from a, from a life source so you can put life in your body. Okay, all right, like that's how they said it. Now, before we get ready to wrap it up and you're gonna tell us again the website, prices, where to buy, we know that you go, but we, we started this introducing you as heavy energy. As we close this out, you gotta tell us what the heavy energy, I feel like I know, but I want you to explain, cause that's what y'all know for, what's the heavy energy about, what is that? So the heavy energy, you know, so, the reason why I named my company Heavy Energy, for one, I was getting ready to go on tour. So when I wanted to name my tour, I was like, well, people think about of all these different businesses or different things that people need to source other people for when they're putting together the tour. I was booking the tour. I was putting together the travel. I was paying the band. All of these different things that I would have to shell out other people money for. Well, I'm like, I might as well turn this into a business. Now, what it started from, well, there was a point in time in my life where people could feel my dark energy in certain spaces, maybe because of depression or just not being happy with where I was in my life, whatever the case may be, um, carrying around certain types of anger, rage, whatever the case may be, even though I was always a good person, never disrespected people, people could feel that energy in certain spaces and, and people didn't bother me, you know, because of that, you know, but people connected me when I gave them me. Um, as I, you know, was transitioning and then we, you know, created Soul Society and we were beginning to do more things in the community. And I was feeling more proud of the things that I was doing. I was also seeing that my family was proud of it, but more importantly, I was proud of what I was doing and I could see the light at the end of the tunnel versus of what am I doing? People started to feel in my, my light side, my brightness. So I started with the colors black and white because I just wanted to make it plain what this heavy energy is about. So really it's about the energy that you give to people and get in return, it's about reciprocating it. So we talk highly of ourselves and people around us, if they weren't already talking highly of themselves, they do that just to match that energy. You know, if we walk up in a store, somebody say, how you doing? Say amazing. You know, and they might look like, oh, I was just gonna say good, but how do I match amazing? I'm yeah. doing wonderful. Yeah. Or what do you say? Very good. You know, so, <laughs> right, so. That's what I based that on because any room that I went into with my music, I was able to capture the entire energy of the room. No matter if I'm in Tennessee and I was supposed to link up with a guitar player and he don't show up, I already got the heavy energy so I can kick the bars, you know, without the beat. I can captivate the energy in the room, but not only that, the room is gonna give me that energy back. When we talk to people, it ain't about just selling people good water. It's about giving them so much energy that they really wanna buy into what it is that we have going on. So that's what heavy energy was. And when I set my tour up around that, I started to feel that energy from everywhere that I was being booked. Every crowd that I was in. When I was in Seattle, Washington, you know, in a room of three other black people and 147 other white people. You know what I mean? Everybody was able to feel that energy, no matter what the energy is. Even if I was talking about their ancestors, you know, in a dark way, they was able to understand that because they knew what this energy meant. You know, so that is applied to everything we do. So heavy is the energy. Love it, I love it. All right, drop, uh, drop the socials, let people know where they can buy, and um, yes. shoot, for you. Yeah, yeah that's, so that's... we live Alkaline NC on Instagram and Facebook. Um, our website is heavyenergyuniversity.com. You go there, you hit that live Alkaline water tab, you order you some water, we ship all over the country. Um, we have the five-gallon containers that we do on subscription right now, only in North Carolina. But we are looking to connect with distributors in other places, create some jobs for people where people can, you know, get those subscriptions in other places as well so they can have it in their office, daycare, home, or whatever the case may be. Uh, we Soul Society NC. That's where you can find our nonprofit organization. And Heavy Energy University is where you can find our for-profit, Heavy Energy. And my personal was T. Walker NC on everything from Snapchat to Cash App and everything in between. <laughs> Brother King, you got anything to drop or you all right? Hey, that's everything right there. I think he said Live Alkaline NC. If you didn't, follow us. Check us out at Live Alkaline NC. Link in bio, Simple and Plain. You can see all the different options. You can hit the menu tab, see some of the different clothes and things we got. 
you know, we got some different vibes, you know, know thyself, love thyself, be thyself. Yeah. And some other different things, heavy energy vibes only. But yeah, tap in, let's build, let's join forces. However we can come together and build, tap in, follow the rules. Greatly appreciate y'all for having us. And um, yeah, look forward to building with y'all some more and coming back to the show. Sure, I appreciate y'all, absolutely. Yes, now we thank Bad. you. We thank you for sure for coming, T-Wall. We definitely gonna have to come back with you later so we can definitely catch this this musical vibe. Cause I definitely sure. wanted all of that, but you gave us so much good information tonight. Like we I enjoyed this interview. I hope y'all enjoyed it as much as we nah, enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. It was fun. Yeah, nah, I had a good time. You know, vibes, okay. All that, all that. <laughs> there we go. All right, bet y'all. So guys, again, make sure you are following them live, Alkaline NC on social media. Go to heavyenergyuniversity.com to get some of this water. The water, when it was as low as $3, you know, like, listen, this is some good water. I've had it myself. Again, I had an opportunity to work with these brothers uh, last weekend at the Black Wall Street Market, which uh, you, which was fantastic. Which, guys, stay tuned. Summer 2022. You can be able to get you some of this live alkaline water in the new Black Wall Street Market's grocery store. So please be on the lookout for that. But this is a good product. I mean, listen, it ain't Black History Month. It's Black History every month. And we want to definitely make sure we pay homage each and every time. So thank you again, guys, for being on the show. We're going to take another break, guys, before we wrap this thing out. Because, you know, we can't let Mike B slide out of here without giving us the melanin news. So keep it locked right here on Black Educated and broke. What's good, Kings and Queens? Your boy Ron and Black Educated and Broke is back with a brand new season, and I'm back with a brand new update about our friends at the Green Toad Hemp Farm. The Green Toad Hemp Farm now has a brand new location right here in ATL, 825 McDaniel Street, Atlanta, Georgia 30310. And I got a brand new promo code for you to use BEB ATL 2020, and you'll get 10% off. You can order on the GreenToadHempFarm.com or you can go by that new location. The Green Toad Hemp Farm is the absolute best in all CBD products. They have smokable hemp flour, health and wellness, edibles, vapes. They even have products for pets. The Green Toad Hemp Farm will make sure that your CBD experience is, well, you know the rest. What you doing? What's popping? You ain't doing nothing. Turn on Black Educated and Broke right now. Hey, say, man, somebody told me y'all ain't been watching the YouTube channel. It's not that hard. All you got to do is type in Black Educated and Broke in the search bar. You can listen to it while you driving, while you working out, whatever, while you doing homework, school papers, whatever, man. Just cut it on and listen and explore, expand your mind. Hey, everybody, it's Mike B., your favorite news anchor. It's a new season, and Melanin News, it's still here. This is your Melanin News. President Joe Biden delivered his State of the Union address this past week. Did you watch? Well, of course, the biggest news is the historic nomination of Judge Katanji Brown Jackson, a black woman, to the Supreme Court. DJ D-Nice is bringing Club Quarantine live to Las Vegas in September 2022. Well, finally, the United States House of Representatives passed an anti-lynching bill on Monday after more than 200 failed attempts that would make lynching a federal hate crime. Representative Bobby Rush of Illinois introduced the Emmett Till Anti-Lynching Act, the House earliest attempt to pass anti-lynching legislation came in 1990. Let's get into some more headlines. The White House has appointed Dr. Deitra Trent as the executive director of the White House Initiative on Advancing Educational, Equity, Excellence, and Economic Opportunity through historically black colleges and universities. Trent is a Hampton University alum. The 110-year-old Court Theater on Broadway will be named after the icon James Earl Jones when it reopens later this year. Jones is 91 years old. Now we honor black heroes all year. March is Women's History Month or Herstory Month. To my black women, it's not said enough, but we appreciate you. We cannot make it without you. And from BEB, we love you. I'm Mike B. Stay informed, stay encouraged. It's Brother King, servant of the people. I'm representing live alkaline water with the heaviest energy. And when I'm not on the grind out here getting to it, how I do it, and I'm sitting back, relaxing, maxing all cool, 
I'm sitting back listening to Black, Educated, and Broke, getting the newest scoop on the daily news. Tap in. Ah, uh, that was such a good show. Like, I am just so grateful for the team being on here. Like, even though it started off with me and Q, and then Mike made his way in. Shout out to Mike DC. You know, uh, it was still a really great episode. Um, shout out to him. Excuse me, it was DQ and Q. But continue. Please forgive the hell out of me. How yeah, that's why I had to jump in, Zay, because I don't want to leave you and you there by yourself. Randy sent people you by know, herself. You're right, and I'm sorry, because they held us down definitely in the banter as well. Forgive me, producer Zay. But I appreciate all of y'all being here again. Mm. Shout out to mm -hmm. Heavy Energy, uh, T-Walk, Brother King, for definitely sharing knowledge and power to inform us about All right, I got to give me some water. Live alkaline water, right? I love you. So we're definitely going to be supporting them. Um, for next week's show, we are send us a damn water, goddamn. Well, you know how you know I ain't even got that. How you know I ain't even got that first Q? Because you ain't mentioned it yet. So next week's show, we're gonna. Exactly. Oh well. <laughs> we're gonna be back in the studio. Back in the studio next week, and then we got some live, um, live guests. Well, all of our guests are live, but we're gonna have guests in the studio. We're gonna have Shemitria Gonzalez uh, from Dress for Success, and we're gonna have a slap at her dad because you know everybody wanna show what the skills they got on BEB. Alrighty, so in the meantime, guys, make sure you're following us on social media, Black Educated and Broke on Twitter, BEB Podcast underscore ACL, and check us out on YouTube because producer Zay been doing her thing thing, okay? So on that note, it's been your girl, Randy O. Glad to be here, Mike B. It's my ass. Hey, it's no. time to cue the takeover. Um, we're going to get y'all on some other water. If it ain't this, we're going to get you on something. But stop drinking that pure life, another purified BS that they be giving y'all. Yeah, drink live alkaline water. You do better. When you know better, you do better. All right, peace. You better get up on my face. Get up on my face. Get the fuck up on my face. Yeah, we did what we did.